The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam, including the Tascam Mini Studio. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. Crisis for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up to fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Join Weeby Geeks and the Geek Revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is a stream freedom audio bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left. Hello, this is Mike. God, I guess a show to do. I think Derek's on the line with me as part of the dashing duo. I'm not sure because uh, cabin fever is setting in. I want to go back to work. <laughs> I mean, I, yes, I was. I never stopped working. I was. I am on spring break with my daughter, which I, I love and I enjoy that. But it was supposed to be just spring break. But when it's you go into spring break and your place of employment is closed till the end of the month, and you don't know if it's going to be longer, spring break's not spring break anymore. <laughs> And your mindset changes so drastically. So, uh, yeah, and, and I'm, yeah, I'm just going to chalk it up and leave it at that. Well, I don't know that feeling because my company is uh, not closing. They are considered an essential company. So no matter what, they will be staying open. That's right. You're in pharmaceuticals, aren't you? Well, not exactly. <laughs> Okay. But we do deal with pharmaceuticals. My company deals with pharmaceuticals in the medical industry and in the food industry. So so definitely, yes. They need us. Thank you for being there. I would say my company, is, my company <laughs> is essential because, well, um, you, you know, it's entertainment and we need entertainment to get through this. Actually, yeah, that's very true. But, right now. but my company, we draw crowds of more than 10 people at a time. Mm, a little bit. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it just doesn't happen. It, it, it just doesn't, it just doesn't matter. It just mm-hmm. doesn't. I'm not going to that drop, so. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's uh, 
the uh, I'm just gonna say check out the homepage. <laughs> Get the business stuff out of the way. I, I'm like all <laughs> over the place. Check out the homepage. Um, support our affiliates. Supporting them helps supports us. No cost to you. Also, to use the code WeBeGeeks for fifteen percent off your first purchase from Found Me and Heroes and Villains. Check out our web store. I'm going to get better about getting links up on Facebook or on Twitter, uh, even possibly on uh, Instagram. Facebook I've given up on in many ways. I don't know about you, Derek, with your shows. Mm-hmm. Facebook's almost a dead issue. Yeah. Um, Twitter. Pretty much, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. Um, trying to step up our, our, the show's game there. Um, but uh, we are um, new marches up. I got a Mandalorian jersey coming shortly with or Weeby Geeks and Wookiee Radio. Uh, some new hockey jerseys coming as well. Um, <laughs> the new design that's coming was a mistake, but a happy mistake. Uh-oh. I actually like it. Yeah, it was something that oh, wanted, right. was something I was wanting for Mighty Marvel Geeks, and they did it for Wookiee Radio, or for Weeby Geeks, and kind of thought it was cool. So he did both a blue and a yellow-based jersey with it. It looks pretty awesome. Hmm. Um, so yeah, but this uh, a virus that will reign nameless, and that may be the show note. Or show title, Cyrus. That that's the first idea. See what happens from the rest of the show. You, you gotta check it out there. Go to MightyMarvelGeeks.net and look at last week's show art for the episode. You're gonna get a kick out of it. But because of the virus that remains nameless, free comic book day has been postponed until later in the year. <laughs> Did uh, you make that yourself? Yeah, you like it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cute. I, I found the picture online. I didn't actually mm. buy the bottle and, and make it up, but I probably would have. Um, as of uh, this past Wednesday is um, Free Comic Day, which usually is first Saturday of May, being postponed. Uh, Steve Jeppy has informed retailers, he's the chairman and founder of Diamond Comic Distributors, that the annual tentpole event has been postponed till a later date in the summer due to the virus that remains means nameless pandemic and no this the virus's name is not cyrus cyrus the virus is from it's a con job con air but john malcolm <laughs> anyway um As, uh, diamond plans to ship the intended free comic book day titles to retailers all over uh over the course of the next few weeks with regular shipments with billing said to be delayed until the first week of august while retailers are suggested are suggested that free comic book day titles will be given away for free on free comic book day retailers themselves buy each issue and pay for the shipping and handling this is why we say free comic book day or halloween comic fest support your local comic book shop you go in and get yes you go in i'm gonna just say this you go in and pick up a book cool maybe pick up a back issue or pick up a candy bar or a bottle of water if your store has that type of thing or pick up a button something you pick up you know like my store does an allotment of four issues per person so usually zoe melissa and myself we all get books Zoe and i usually get only get four yeah Ours limits you to four. My store does five. That's why I bring Melissa along. She, if there's not a book she doesn't like, she picks up whatever books we want that we couldn't get. Um, but we usually turn around and either Zoe or myself or both of us will pick up a trade paperback. Something at least seven, eight bucks. 
and we, we try we try and spend at least 10 if possible uh sometimes that's a day i i buy like 20 25 dollars worth of bar books on my uh pool list so we give back on that day we don't walk in grab books and leave buy something support the store yes support the store yes that's so, the whole point so here here's jeppy's uh letter about it with restaurants and other businesses closing many other in many areas implementing event restrictions we know that free comic book day will be impacted to varying degrees throughout the world the severity and timing of that impact can't be predicted with any certainty but the safety of our retailers and the fans is too important to risk with that in mind we have made the difficult decision to postpone the event till later date to minimize the impact on our primary distribution operations and prioritize the distribution of weekly comics and restocks. A number of free comic book day titles will be included with each regular shipment for the next several weeks. These titles will be invoiced at no charge as we extend the billing out approximately 90 days to the first week in August, which is great to hear. Yeah. Uh, the books may not be in separate boxes from the rest of the shipment, except when full cases are shipped. We will follow up with more information soon regarding free comic book day non-comic merchandise um we will also update our consumer face facing pages with this information provide further information via email and diamond daily as it becomes available we appreciate your enthusiasm for and support the comics industry's best event and look forward to celebrating with you later in the summer may okay i kind of see beginning of may maybe this is a smart move yeah i think so if it was something where it was done Memorial Weekend, usually I would say, okay, maybe, maybe wait. You, you could have waited, but no, I think I think this was a smart move. So yeah, I definitely I think it was. Yeah, it, it, it was a smart move. So, what your thoughts on this? I think I agree. It's definitely a smart move. Um, I don't. I don't think. Other than tradition from the last few years, I don't think there's anything that that needs to tie it directly to May. Um, so I think I think I think postponing it would be a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't see any reason why it couldn't be some other month. Easily, uh, I almost say let's make it June. No real, I mean, okay, yes, there's a real yeah. holiday there with Flag Day. Yeah, but but we celebrate Flag Day exactly. Um, why not make it June, beginning of summer? Free comic book days to start off summer vacation. It's right after Memorial Day. You do the following week. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that would be great. Make it the that'd following be great time. week, and, and it'd be that'd be the ideal way to go. So, um, so yeah, that, that's what I would do. Yeah, that I, that would be a really good idea. Yeah, I think that that might even be better than having. Then you're not competing with Cinco de Mayo. You're not competing with Star Wars Day. Mm. Even though Star Wars Day makes it easy to tie in with Free Comic Book Day when it happens. True. Plus, May's already got, um, whatchamacallit, Memorial Day in there. Right. And, and um, June is, is smack dab in the middle of the the summer movie season. And um, like you said, the thing of a lot of people's vacations. So, yeah, I mean, for kids to go, hey, we're about to go on vacation, free comic book day. 
Or if you're on vacation, it gives you a chance to go check out a new comic book shop that you normally don't go to and support them as well. Yes, definitely. Get that love out. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. (laughs) What are you saying? Exactly. (laughs) So, um, but because of the virus that remains nameless, (sighs) Hollywood is taking some interesting steps. And the question is, is this good? Sorry. (laughs) It's it's my Bologna. I mean, my Sharona. Right now, it's my Corona. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So uh, Hollywood's making some interesting things. Yeah, so. Could be good, could be bad, depending on how you look at it. I, well, I'll I'll, I'll. I'll say my thoughts on that after I tell you what's what's going on in this particular story. Um, so of course, with the virus, um, we know that a lot, a lot of well, all of the movie debuts right now have been pushed back. Yep. Some of them indefinitely. Um, but there's also another interesting thing happening right now that could actually change things. In, in in the way movies are distributed. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, Universal um, recently announced that they're going to be releasing Trolls World Tour directly to streaming next month. Um, so that has led to some other interesting possibilities, one of which includes the thought that Warner Brothers could release uh, the Wonder Woman sequel, Wonder Woman 1984, directly to streaming platforms. Um, now, right now, they're just in talks, but, so they kind of they kind of just threw it out there. Right. Um, so the talks have just begun between Warner Brothers Pictures and between Warner Pictures Group Chairman Toby Emmerich and his top advisors. Um, and this hasn't even reached director Patty Jenkins or producer Charles Roven yet. Um, they haven't been made a part of the conversation. So that that should give you some clue as to how early this still is in, in the talks. Um, but so here – so I think it would be a good idea, um, especially now. And the, my thought is a lot of people – a lot less people go see a movie now than they used to. Um, I, for example, will only go to the theater for big movies like Wonder Woman or other such big movies. And I might occasionally go see a smaller film if it gets a lot of good buzz or something. But that's very rare because you don't want to spend the money to go – see a movie and have it not be good or not, you know, if you're going to go sit in a crowded theater with a bunch of people, pay all that money and stuff, you want it to be a big movie. And there are a lot of movies that I will just wait until they come out um, on home release in some way, streaming video on demand, DVD sometimes, whatever uh, HBO. Um, if it's if it's not a big ticket movie, then I don't see the need to go to the theater to see it. And in some cases, um, if I if it is, even if it is a big movie, but I don't think it's going to be that good, um, like the uh, Birds of Prey movie, uh, I, I haven't seen that yet. I didn't want to money on it, so I'll wait till it comes out. Um, but in this case, uh, I like this idea. 
it's something that needs to happen. I think it was something that needed to happen even before the virus came out. Um, I think my I think it was something that we'd eventually see the industry moving towards anyway. Yeah. And I think that yeah. I think this just speeds it up. Not to say that you can't still release things in the movie theater, um, because honestly, if if you release Wonder Woman um, on on streaming or whatever, and in a the theater, a movie like Wonder Woman, I would still want to go see on the big screen, because that's part of the fun and excitement of it. Right. Right. But in a case like like Birds of Prey, where I didn't want to spend the money and sit in the theater, I could have just watched it. Uh, on streaming or whatever, or, you know, I could, have, you know, and, and can still make their money, maybe not the same in the same way, but yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a good idea. And I think it's something that was destined to happen anyway. For me, I think for the me, whole, I think the whole, I hear myself talk back. Uh, I hear myself talk back. For uh, me, the whole thing is, for me, the whole thing is, talk something. So, uh, uh, I I don't want I, I don't want. Sorry, this is driving. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not hearing anything. So, yeah, it's all on my end. I don't I don't know why. I see now it's gone. Um, this whole uh, I mean is great because I think either Direct TV or Dish TV already has where you can watch it at home. As it's released in the theaters. Right. Um, however, that pays in. But I would love to see them offer it. If they're going to release it in the theater, release it at home. Me, personally, I would love to, s- to go opening nights. But I rarely go. Not because we record the show, but usually I'm working. Two, I just don't want to mess with the crowds. Yeah, right. I really don't want to deal with the crowds. mm so if I get a chance to watch it at home first, that way I'm current and able to stay current, cool. I will eventually get back into the theater for the theater experience. Yes. But I won't be exactly. able I won't be able to do that water cooler or a coffee talk of going, Hey, what do you think of the movie type thing? Right. And that and and also everybody knows when you you know, when you watch a movie more than once, you pick up more things. Yeah. So you watch it the yeah. first. You watch it the first. I mean, you're just kind of taking it all in, and then you watch it. You know, when you watch it. So if you if you do that and you watch it at home, you get the whole thing. You get the story and everything. Okay, I got it. But now you can go to the movie theater and just not. You know, you know the story, so you don't have to focus on that. You can just focus on the visuals and what's going on, and and see if you can catch any cool little details and. Right. Well, the, right. I so think it's the other. It. I think the other. The other cool thing is to. Um, the other cool thing is to. Um, yeah, they're talking twenty bucks. Yeah, they're talking. You get it for forty eight hours. You get it for forty eight hours. Mm. Okay, so for twenty bucks, I can watch it over okay. and over so for again bucks, for. I can watch it over and over again for. For forty hours. No, forty eight hours. You could do it straight through if you wanted. Yeah. Um. Hold that thought a second. So, I would pay the twenty bucks to watch it over and over and over. I mean, if I could get four or five times in in for twenty bucks in forty eight hours, yeah, 
Mm. I would much rather have that and then have a chance to go see it on the big screen later at normal price. Because 20 bucks normal price, that gets me my ticket and maybe a bottle of water. Whereas, (laughs) okay... I might not get be paying concessions, but hey, I can make my I can make dinner in a movie. I can do a snack. Yeah, there deal. you go. I can do a snack deal type thing with the family. I I have no problems with any of that. So nope. I mean, let let me do let me do that. I think it's a positive right. thing. I, I think where it's going to hurt is it's going to end up potentially causing the demise of movie theaters. Possibly. I mean, um, AMC is already hurting now. They're, t- I mean, this with them shutting down their doors during this whole thing, and they've they've already filed bankruptcy. This could mm-hmm. be the end of AMC. Possibly. I mean, how many other movie theaters what? are going to be able to survive this? The mom and pop shops maybe are going to be able to survive. Maybe not. Some of the change, the lower end chains, may not make it. Maybe unless they, you know. Make some changes. What would be ideal is if AMC offers to show it on their app, and you can watch it through their app, and you buy it through the app. There's an idea. That's how they make some money there. Mm. So, um, when you got that possibility, just have have to see. It's, I don't know. It's, but, I mean, go ahead. I I just think it's, it's something that was it was coming to this point eventually, and this might just speed it up. But I think eventually it was, they were going to start realizing that they're going to need to do this. I agree. I agree. I do agree. So, but to continue on, it was announced on Thursday or Friday. Uh, Friday it was announced on Friday. I'm not sure. Friday. Yeah, it was announced that on Friday. Disney. Yeah. The, the Disney Pixar film Onward will be available to buy digital beginning at p- 8 p.m. on Friday. So by the time you hear this, guess what? You could go buy Onward. Then on April 3rd, it's going to be available on Disney+. Plus. We're talking now, about a movie that the, just came a out. Example. I know. But there's a perfect example right there of I've been hearing things about the movie. I've actually heard it's really good. So I didn't want to see it. But now that I've heard it's really good, I do want to see it. But I don't want to go to the theater to see it. Well, you can't so go this to is the perfect. theater now to see it. Well, this is true. But even then, I wouldn't have gone to the theater yeah. to see it. Well, and on top of that, that's not a theater movie. They they released Star Wars Rise of Skywalker a couple of days early mm-hmm. or like a week or two early. And then the movie's supposed to be released. I think it's either out on DVD now or DVD Blu-ray now, or it's about to be released the next day or two, you know, within the next week. Right. Because they're releasing it early. Um. Mm-hmm. So here, here's the press release that was sent that explains, uh, with cinemas currently impacting by closures due to the global health crisis, a.k.a. the virus that remains nameless, uh, Disney, will, <laughs> Sorry. Disney will offer the film ahead of schedule to purchase on digital platforms in the U.S. beginning t- today. It will cost you nineteen ninety nine to buy. You know what? I will still wait because I want the, if it's something like that, I want the hard copy with the digital copy, sort of like my Marvel comics. Mm. So uh, while we're looking forward to audiences enjoying our films on the big screen again soon, given the current circumstances, we are pleased to release this fun, adventurous film to the digital platforms early for audiences to enjoy from the comfort of their own homes. Sweet. Shoot Milan the same way. 
Just go ahead yeah. and make it available to buy and then throw it two weeks later on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Do the same thing with Black Widow. Yeah. These early blockbusters are not going to get the money and every theater just needs to realize you're going to be taking a hit unless you push back till later in the year when things are going to be slammed and competent or wait till next year, this time next year. Which with Black, right. with Black Widow, you could do that because it's not going to affect the timeline to you since it's a pre-Infinity War movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's onward. But I believe we have a full listing of what has been announced and when and when. But wait, there's more. So, as we said, uh, the virus, the pandemic, big impact on the movie industry, movie delays, production shut down, theater closing, closings, theater closing. <laughs> The virus that that remains nameless. (laughs) Um, And of course, as Mike said, onwards coming out and 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 such. Rise Skywalker. So here's here's a list of um, at the moment what is coming out early, and uh, this certainly they could add more. So uh, here we go. But wait, there's more. Strap it, kids. But wait, there's more. Um, back on uh, March 13th, we got Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which you can see on Amazon, Vudu, or iTunes. Now, that is to buy. Uh, they don't have it to rent yet, as far as I know. Oh, is that all to buy? Um, and then, oh. yes, um, except um, March, back on March 17th, last weekend, Disney made a big, um, a big deal. When they released Frozen 2 on Disney Plus early. So uh, I'm sure I've already I already know a few people that are already sick of the movie because their kids have made them watch it over and over and over again. (laughs) Um, Of course, then we go to March 20th, which we, uh, as Mike said, we saw Onward releasing. Um, But we also got The Invisible Man, which you can rent. Uh, Emma, which you can rent, and The Hunt, which you can rent. And all of those are on Amazon, Vudu, and iTunes. Then, uh, coming up on March 24th, you get Bloodshot, which I've not been good things about. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I've been hearing. The Way Back. No, I have not been hearing good things about it. See, I'm kind of excited to see it, though. Now you got me scared. (sighs) I'm not excited. I've not, yeah, I've not been hearing good things. I mean, I love the book. Uh, I'll just leave it at, yeah, but the movie, yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything. I've just been hearing good things. Um, anyway, so Bloodshot on the 24th, along with The Way Back, which I'm not sure what that is. Hmm. Um, the uh, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn and the Immaculate Conception of whatever. Um, (laughs) and the gentleman all of which you can of course see on Amazon, Vudu and iTunes and then on March 31st you get Sonic the Hedgehog and Bad Boys for Life also Amazon, Vudu and iTunes now Sonic's another one that I'm kind of I kind of want to see because I've heard it's not too bad but I definitely would not have gone to the theater to see that and then April 10th, we get Trolls World Tour. 
So there you go. There is a current list of the movies that are releasing early on video on demand, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good that they that they're doing that. Well, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, well, speaking of Rise of Skywalker, in that list, uh, Rise of Skywalker, uh, Rise of Skywalker, our Star Wars stories returns. Um, so it's out now ahead of its original on digital ahead of the March 31st release. Um, the audiences are giving it another look. You know, it, it was met with mixed emotion, mixed uh, response. Um, when it first came out, uh, but accompanying the feature length, uh, accompanying this is a feature length documentary, the Skywalker legacy. And it's shining some light on some of the complication production of, of a film that came with a tall order, a wrap up nine film saga saga that spanned 43 years uh, beyond the film. Del Rey star Wars released a long awaited movie novelization, uh, which was penned by Ray Carson uh, and offers new scenes that were not included in the movie with additional material created with the input of the, from the filmmakers. The book itself received an early release last month, but only for fans who were lucky enough to attend C2E2. So, yeah. Uh, but to add into that real quick, Star Wars toy designer Mark Boudreaux retires from Hasbro after 43 years. Yes. That is going to... Well, he's earned it. Oh, yeah. So, and he's the one who uh, designed the Jabba cell barge that was successfully funded through crowd, through uh, Hasbro Pulse. Oh, yeah. He's also designed every Millennium Falcon toy for the three and three quarter inch line. Yeah. So. And the now infamous Imperial Troop Transporter. Yep. 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 Which I remember as yep. having as a kid. That we saw in the Mandalorian, <laughs> that was cool. But there's, but wait, there's more Star Wars news <clears throat> and Mandalorian news. So according to the site slash film dot com, uh, season two of the Mandalorian will feature Ahsoka Tano, apparently played by Rosario Dawson. Interesting. Indeed. Um, so, of course, this is going to be this would be the first time Ahsoka has been seen in action. So it'll be very interesting. Um, but <clears throat> um, not surprising, com- not completely surprising that we might see Ahsoka since Dave Filoni, who was the co-creator of the animated Ahsoka. Um, is a writer, producer, and director on The Mandalorian. He uh, he directed multiple episodes of the first season of The Mandalorian, and uh, we know that he's coming back. He came back f- as a director for the second season as well. Yep. Um, so Slash Film says that they confirmed the casting with two independent sources, um, but it hasn't been officially announced yet. So. Remember that, kids. It's not official yet. Uh, they also said they reached out to Lucasfilm and Rosario's representatives and uh, did not get any response from either. Yeah, but Variety is reporting this. And then former guest um, 
on Wookie Radio, Eric Walker, is saying it's true because they only, on his website, uh, All Things Sci-Fi and his podcast, um, because of his connections within Star Wars, this is just true. Um, not to challenge Eric, because I'm sure he does have the connections, but, I mean, he's like us, you know, we're small enough, it's still a speculation thing. But when you got Variety reporting it, I, I would say it's it's almost a done if it's not already a done deal. Quite possibly. <clears throat> but you never know until they officially announce it what could happen. Now, this this originally started uh, as a fan casting. In 2017, a fan did at Rosario, Rosario Dawson asking her to appear in Star Wars as Ahsoka. And uh, she was very excited about it and replied, um, yes, please. And then hashtag Ahsoka lives. And, of course, this spurred groups of fans to pain for her to play the role. And she was even asked about it on Good Morning America. And she commented that it would be amazing. Yeah. Um, and on our other web uh, web podcast, Wiki Radio, we have discussed this. And I'm I'm not I'm okay with her playing Ahsoka, but she definitely would not have been our first choice. No, as we have stated before. Very much have stated before. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Mike? I. I, I still kind of want Ashley. I still kind of Yeah, I would like to have seen that. Um, but I know the Rosario is a little taller than Ashley, and that's where it needs to go with the height. Especially since we're talking adult Ahsoka. If we were mm. we were still talking a younger Ahsoka, then definitely keep Ashley. Ashley looks young as it is. I mean, she's still got that. Mm, she's still kind of young. Well, no, actually not that young. No. She's born in 81. Yep. But, I mean, she's still in her 30s. Yeah. But it's, it's one of those, I want I would want to see, um, I mean, Rosario's been pitching it for a while. It's, I want to see a mock-up of her, someone do a fan mock-up of her in the outfit. There, there is one. Is there? Yes. I have not seen it. There is a fan mock-up, yep. It's... Uh... I mean, it doesn't look bad, but there's something weird about it. I don't know. Let's see if I can find it. It could work. It could. Um, I think it's just because it's different. Yeah. Than what we're used to seeing. Yeah. Again, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, it's it's cool and all, but I don't know. It's just always been Ashley. Um, and that's Ashley Eckstein for people who don't know who we're talking about the voice of Ahsoka, Ahsoka on well pretty much everything yeah. that Ahsoka's been on yeah so so it'd also be weird hearing Rosario Dawson's voice as Ahsoka too yeah that's another that's another thing that would be awkward because, because even even earlier tonight I was watching the Clone Wars and they they had an episode with her in it and of course it was his voice and it was just it was you know it's 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 familiar. It's that's you know that's always been Ahsoka. Yeah. So it'd be a little weird, a different voice and yeah. face. Yeah. But it, you know, it is definitely probably. It is what it is. So. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how Ashley feels about it. I I'm sure she's supportive of it, just to get the character on the big screen. 
Oh, I'm sure too, but I wonder, you know, I wonder if she's a, if there's a little bit of disappointment there where that she didn't get to play her. True. But we also know um we we also don't know if she's been helping pitch Rosario as in the role as well. Yeah, that's true. So, but um I guess to to move along, J.K. Rowling drops licensing fees. Let's teacher use Harry Potter books online for free. So, as a result of this virus that remains nameless, teachers in the U.K. and in America are doing some learning of their own, mostly how best to do their jobs outside of the conventional classroom. But as every grade moves online, one of the world's favorite authors appears to be doing her part to help with the transition. Uh, Rowling, who we know from Harry Potter, is making it easier for teachers everywhere to use. Oh, that's where I know her from. <laughs> are, are making it easier or teachers to teach using her books for the rest of this current school year, um, beginning March 20th through as late as July 20, uh, through July 2020. Uh, the announcement she made in a tweet saying, delighting to help teachers reach kids at home by relaxing the usual license required to post videos of themselves reading Harry Potter books. Really? Hmm. So she has, she's that much of a uptight that she has... <laughs> Has a license on on all of it. I understand protecting your franchise, but oh come on, come on! Are you really surprised? No, not with the way she she was with uh, Disney because Disney almost had the theme park rights, mm. and knowing what the deal that went into place with Universal, yeah, I'm not surprised. One, right? Um, so. Uh, according to Forbes, J.K. Rowling and agents, the Blair Partnership, have relaxed copyright permission needed to say that teachers can now post videos reading the Harry Potter series aloud, rather than children having to purchase the audiobooks to listen to the series. Uh, the videos are only allowed to be posted onto schools, secure networks, or closed educational platforms uh, from March 20th till the end of the school year, or end of July, uh, depending on where you're located. This is the first of several initiatives plan to help bring Harry Potter children at home with hashtag Harry Potter at home being promoted on jkrowling.com or is expected to be announced soon. Um, okay. I, I, cool. But I can't believe uh, education wise she, this was even an issue to begin with, but it is, it is JK Rowling. Mm. I wonder what Bruce Wayne would say to this. <laughs> I know bad transition, very telegraph transition. <laughs> Well, uh, I don't know if he'd have anything to say about it because he'd probably be too busy uh, hanging out in the Batcave, dusting off all his various costumes. And you, too, can do the same thing uh, if you check out the Hot Toys Batman Arkham Batman Armory miniature set. Um, so it's kind of interesting. It is. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It is. This is taken from the uh, the idea comes from the Arkham Knight video game, um, where there's a uh, you can <clears throat> see the bat suit chamber in the bat cave that shows off some of the bat suits. Right. Uh, well, inspired the, the Hot Toys team um, to modify the futuristic armor pod to accommodate the sleek bats in miniature sizes. Uh, the Batman Arkham Knight Armory Miniature Collectible Set, say that three times fast, um, is feature features the – wait a minute. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Um, it features the Arkham Knight Batman suit, the Batman Beyond suit, which is cool. Uh, the 1989 suit. I'm, yeah. I'm sure you'll be happy about that, Mike. Yep. The 2008 movie suit, the Arkham Knight, of course, and the Deathstroke suit. Um, I think that might be from the movie. The uh, this the new movie coming. Possibly the scene the or or the the scene with in um, Justice League. Maybe. Remember the after credit scene? Yeah. Where he was talking to Lex? Yeah. It might be that one. Um, so um, the set comes with LED light-up function and incredible paint applications. And you can take each pod uh, separately or combine them in various ways uh, to create a diorama in any way that you wish. Um, or actually, the Deathstroke might be from the game as well, now that I think about it. Um, so each miniature collectible measures approximately 12 centimeters, which is just under five inches. Um, and, uh, you can purchase them individually or as a set. And, uh, I warn you, the set is, I saw listed for $269. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Can you buy them individually? That might have been just yes. You can buy them individually. I didn't see a price on the individuals though. I I like the Batman Beyond. I like the the eighty nine Batman suit mm -hmm. for sure. Definitely for sure. It's kind of a cool little thing. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It's a miniature. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Well, you know, that that was about as bad as William Shatner giving his Captain Log updates as Captain Kurt. <laughs> and it, the virus that remains nameless stands. Uh, he is amongst numerous stars using social media to entertain during chaotic time. And apparently he's been giving a treat via social media with Captain Log updates. A plot device usually done for story exposition on the show, but instead he's using it um, to entertain. Uh, his tweets came as a slight surprise to some fans a few weeks back. Chatner reiterated that he was done playing Kirk on string, but didn't say anything about having some fun on Twitter. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he, I mean, like one example on I mean, the first day. Uh, Captain Slog, Stardate 1, self-imposed isolation. After having arrived at Planet Home, I was warmly greeted by emissaries Espresso and Macchiato. I look forward to my planned respite from my normal duties. Kirk out. Um, Espresso and Macchiato are his dogs. Uh, he followed up a few hour, uh, a little later by going, Captain Slog, supplemental. While reflecting upon my experiences of the past week, I do want to send I do want to send my love, thanks, and respect to those in Europe who came out to see me. Smiling face with three hearts. Those cancelled appearances, I will work towards seeing if I can get those back see if I can get back to those venues at some point. So, I mean it's stuff like that. I, I think that's pretty cool that he's a good character. Yeah, I do too. I think it's, that's, that's um, a fun little thing to do. It would almost be funny if he just created a whole uh, Twitter account just to be Kirk. 
Follow. Yeah, that would be that'd that would be awesome. Be, that would be the way way to go. Mm. So I would love to see that. Yeah. That that's what I would So um any final thoughts? Um no, I got nothing. Just uh, you know, be safe out there everybody and you know smart. Well, I'm going to leave you with this final thought. This is the first time in history where you can save humanity by just sitting on the couch watching. Nice. Don't mess it up. <laughs> so on that note, um, from Derek and myself, Mike, all we got to say is. Want to know more? <laughs> So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a science fiction club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. You know what really grinds my gears?